Hi, welcome to Andis Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. I'm Amy Avery, writer of adult fantasy. I also self-publish under the pen name Avery Ames. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hi, so today we're going to talk about in dealing with insecurities and professional jealousy and supporting other authors instead of tearing them down. And yes, this may be a topical issue related <laughs> to events that may have happened at the end of December that I may have been very, very loosely t- tangentially on the edge of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> I-, I was not affected by this whole mess personally, but as a 2024 debut, people I knew were so yeah i just honestly can't believe like i don't know exactly what happened and i know you can't like probably talk about the details oh i can can you because like i yeah it's all public now i don't actually know what really happened (laughs) okay the very very long and short of it was that first of all this was unfolding throughout the day at first we didn't know who it was then we kind of knew who it was then we were getting like some weird conflicting information that so Finding out what I'm about to tell you in like three sentences took like an entire day or two. So there was an author named Kate Corain who went on Goodreads, was review bombing other books by the same imprint, same publisher, other 2024 debuts, giving them really negative reviews, upvoting those reviews, and then five-starring her own book and putting it on lists. And I am probably, the author's pronouns are she and they. So I may switch back and forth, but was basically doing all this Goodreads shenanigans uh, using multiple, multiple, multiple accounts over many, many months. Uh, Got caught. Were they able to prove this? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Okay. There was, as um, author uh, Xi'an J. Zhao put online a 31-page document of screen caps and other proof that pretty conclusively proved it and then later the author did make a statement apologizing and confessing holy shit okay so this this is this did happen but it was because kate let insecurities and jealousy take over and went through this like spree of trying to bring down other books and bring up their own book and it's just so much and ruined ruined their career because the book was is no longer being published. Holy shit. The publisher is no longer working with the author. Both publishers, the UK and the American publisher, was dropped by their agent. Oh, wow. And essentially is no longer in publishing as an author hmm. from all of this. Um, and part of it was how it was dealt with afterwards. There was a, a kind of a sock puppet that was created that was trying to be pinned pinned on it. A lot of the authors that were targeted, most of the authors that were targeted were BIPOC authors. So there was an element of racism involved. Great. The fake accounts were using names that were obviously meant to evoke BIPOC fake people. So it was just a messy, messy situation. But the core of it is that the root of it was this insecurity and jealousy that these other books were getting bigger advances, that these other books were going to do better than Kate's book. And so I kind of want to talk about dealing with those sorts of insecurities <laughs> and the kind of professional jealousy that comes along with them. You know, and it's 
it's not like it's not like nobody has this, you know, like, it, and it's, it's unfortunate that this person didn't like just mm -hmm. reach out and tell somebody, Hey, I'm feeling a little jealous. I'm feeling a little insecure. Can you guys talk me down? Because like, you know, I feel like, you know, when you're writing or making art or like literally anything in your field, like you are going to experience jealousy and insecurity. That is normal. Like that, mm -hmm. that's, that's average. It's how it was dealt with. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and, but I'm saying this because like, I don't want, you know, if anybody out there is feeling like insecure, jealous, you know, cause I used to, oh, wow. Me in high school. <laughs> oh, I would try to, I would try to throw people under the bus so much just to like make myself look brighter and it took me a really long time before I realized <laughs> I don't have to fucking do that because we care our ourselves care a lot more than other people do. And like no one else is thinking about it. And right now I feel like the little guy's kind of winning, like in general, like if you're a little guy and you're not super popular, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Well, I'll admit I have had these insecurities as someone whose book came out today as a recording um, <laughs> you do see other books that you know maybe getting a little more hype from their publishers or books that have more ads on goodreads or these other little metrics and it's not always specifically those metrics that start causing these doubts it's the like spiraling from them like well if my publisher isn't putting that much into my book as, as they are other books does that mean they don't believe in my books does that mean they're not going to buy more books and so you start catastrophizing and that's where it comes from. But it should never come out on those other people. Like that's something you have to deal with internally because those are your problems. Yeah. <laughs> Not, it really doesn't have anything to do with those other people. That's just kind of a little like spur for the insecurities that you have about your own work and your own book. Yeah. Yeah. We do all feel it. Everybody who's in a creative field, especially in a professional manner, is going to see these sorts of things and start going, but what about mine? Does that mean mine is bad? Does that mean <laughs> it's just, yeah. Like what, what tips do we have for like handling it? And my, my biggest tip is to get like a ride or die friend that you can go to and be like, I'm panicking and have them be like, chill. It's going to be okay. Let me talk some logic into you. Yeah. I could probably write a book on this because I experienced so much of it when I was younger, um, especially because, you know, once the Internet got bigger, it was like a big rat race of like who could get popular, who had the most followers here or there. Like it it started very early. You know, I think back back in like 2003, 2002 for me is when it like, you know, DeviantArt started up and like mm. it. <sighs> Basically, like one of my biggest tips is, you know, and I could make a therapy session out of this because, you know, what I do <laughs> is I, at least what I started to do was I would ask myself, you know, why am I feeling this? I, which helped because I had a friend or two or five to be like, God damn, I'm so mad. <laughs> I can just like blow up. And, and then they'd be like, Hey, like, that's a little, you're being a little out of hand. And then I'd be like, well, and then I'd be quiet and be like, why am I out of hand? Why, why is it out of hand? <laughs> I'm feeling these things. And I'd start asking myself these questions. And I just, you know, it got to the point where the only thing that would really make me feel better was admitting that someone might do better than me. Um, and if I wanted to 
have one thing or the other in the future, you know, what, what could I do differently to maybe just feel like, what are these authors doing that I didn't do that maybe I want to try? And I think for everyone, it's different because, you know, some people can get wrapped up in that idea and be like, whoa, whoa, that's too much for me. Like, I don't know if I could, you know, sit and try to be like, learn from somebody else or like, you know, like try to mirror the way somebody else did something that might not be for them. I really like, like finding the reason I was jealous and then seeing if I could just try to, it, for me, it was art. You know, I, 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 I'm much more successful in art than I am writing at this moment. Um, and, and so I'd be like, okay, this person does anatomy really well. I guess I can start working on that. And like, I'd like start mm -hmm. getting better at stuff. And like, it made me feel better. I'm like, oh, wow. Look at that shit that I wrote or drew two months ago. It doesn't really stand up to what I'm doing now. And the more times I let myself have little successes, I felt better. And then I, I, I got to a point too, where I just stopped reading stuff about, you know, what go, what flies and what doesn't. The thing about writing or art is it's all very personal and mm -hmm. it's not really up to you what the non-creative consumers like. It's just, yeah, you know, when you become an artist or a writer, you you are doing that because you don't want the drudgery, the everyday, like humdrum of a normal job, an average job. So you decide to become a writer the thing is, the moment you start worrying about reviews and comments and money, that's all the same shit you'd have to worry about working at an average job. So ask yourself, you know, like, why am I in this? <laughs> am I in this to write the <laughs> awesome book that I am that's in my heart? Or am I in this to be concerned about the same things that everybody in the average population is concerned about? And you start to be like, well... No, I'm I'm happy. And like I think finding that happiness can cure almost everything. Just being happy with what you have and just being glad. Mm -hmm. Like shit, you got a book deal. That's great. <laughs> Man, don't mess it up. <laughs> don't mess it up leaving yeah. nasty comments yeah. on other people's books. You don't know where that person mm -hmm. might be in a few years. They might suck in a few years. Maybe, you know, you, you don't know. A, a lot of times, especially in this case, the people that you, that kind of foster these insecurities are your peers because for example it well, you know the ones that i'm seeing are people who are fellow 2024 debuts who are having a lot of success and i'm like i hope my book has as much success but does it not it but if you're in a community with those people like the 2024 we have a group make them your friends because then you're happy when they do good yeah things. Yep. like if you if you if you get to know people and you support each other, then when something goes good for them, your brain is like, something good is happening to this person that I like, instead of focusing on, is that going to happen for me? Yeah, exactly. Like, there's really no better way to put it. And like, hey, if they're successful and you're a little bit less successful, they have to deal with the responsibilities of being a successful writer, <laughs> which means more deadlines, <laughs> more expectations, more pressure. Like, congratulations on your newborn pressure. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like, 
it is true though yeah it is and I think that some people like they just they have never experienced that pressure and you know that's like one of those grass Mm -hmm. is always greener kind of issues it's like it's hard to know what the pressure feels like you probably want it so bad and then all of a sudden you have it and it's just like whoa (laughs) this is not (laughs) great it's hard to know that you're going to be that way if you've never experienced it but yeah I think that's a really good tip to just be really involved with your community for me I just start treating everybody like on the same level like it's weird because like I'm always happy even when I am even when I'm not close to someone like even if there's like a little actor or something that gets like a a big movie deal I'm like oh I'm so proud of that actor I don't like really have to be friends <laughs> with them to be excited I just like try to carry optimism around with me like wherever I go and when I see even a person I don't know experience a good thing I'm like oh that's really cool <laughs> like that's nice that's nice for them because I just when I get friendly with people, I get way too into it. And um, <laughs> then I get mad for them too. So I have to, I'm a person who's going to keep my boundaries <laughs> because if anything happens bad to that person that I'm now friends with, I get super emotionally involved. And I will say there is a difference between insecurity and jealousy because the insecurity is like the, am I good enough? Is my book going to do well enough? And the jealousy is the, well, their book shouldn't do as good. And that's the part you don't want it spilling out onto other people. Yeah. Because that's just, that's just not cool. It's not yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Insecurities, especially about the unknown is, it's hard to deal with. You know, when I was doing CBT, <laughs> my therapist <laughs> had me write down on a piece of paper, let's say my insecurity was, you know, my book not selling. So I would have to write down, okay, number one, my book didn't, my book didn't sell. I have to say it didn't sell. And then I have to write a, well, what's the worst thing that can happen from your book that didn't sell? And then number two would be the worst thing that could happen. And that was, I can't write my book anymore. And my hopes and dreams are are crushed and and I have no money. And then she say, okay, and then what's the worst case scenario of that? That's number three. And then, you know, number three would be like, well, worst case scenario of that is I am starving and on the street. <laughs> like, and like <laughs> the more you kind of did it, like the more you did what's, what's the worst case scenario of that and then that, the more you did it, the more you kind of realized how asinine <laughs> the initial <laughs> thought was. You're like, you start to realize, wow, this is really bad. Like this is a this is a really big long list of really bad things. And there's no way this is all gonna happen to me because my book didn't sell. You start to realize you're like you're facing it head on and then you suddenly realize that this is goofy as fuck. Like this is not gonna happen to me. Or the first time I did it, I just cried it out. I was like, oh my God, I'm gonna die alone. Cause that's basically how all of these lists um end is you die alone. <laughs> Like it took me one time doing this exercise and I was like, wow, like, and that's when CBT started to work for me. (laughs) I had kind of a similar thing. Mine didn't, my therapist didn't take it quite as far, but it was when I was like, when I was querying, I think. And I was like, I'm never going to get an agent. What if this book doesn't get an agent? My, (laughs) my therapist is like, you're just gonna write another book anyway and i'm like that's true that's true <laughs> that's true it was just like you just you just have to try with the next one she's like you're not gonna not write another book and i'm like okay yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's like it may just take longer <laughs> the what if question like i think that 
I think that it really helps like when you're like, well, what if my book doesn't sell or what if, what if I don't get an agent a actually sitting down and answering those, what if questions like in a word document can, <laughs> yeah. So what if, oh, well, I guess I'll write another book. <laughs> and then you like start to realize how silly it was to even like start panicking at the question, you know? And this goes with anything in life. What if I what if I don't want to go to the grocery store because people are really mean and I hate standing in a checkout line and people waiting on me? What if that happens to my anxious body? Well, answer that question. Well, that might happen and people might get impatient with you and then you get in your car and you leave and you go home. Like, okay, we face that. And then you don't see those people ever That's again. That's right. You never see them again. <laughs> and then you start to feel better. And I think, you know... That's the sort of thing that doing that, it sounds silly when you listen to it, but doing that sort of thing is the reason why I am so much better now is because I answer questions mm -hmm. just like that. Yeah, I think. I think that's pretty much the best freaking tips that I can think of. That's the best. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah, we're coming up on time. So I think that's, we did good. That is good. I think, I think we've covered the topic. We could probably do a longer episode on that someday. If people, people could. ended up wanting different methods, uh, there's a lot of methods for dealing with insecurities, anxieties, CBT mm -hmm. and shit like that. <laughs> Maybe someday we'll talk about them. <laughs> we'll do a longer one. So, but for this one, this is what we got. Yes. So goodbye. So yeah, we will see you next time. Bye. <laughs> Bye.